Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. We promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, let me go around the room real quick and introduce you to my fellow patriots that are sitting here with me today. On my right, the right-hand man, the great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson of Daniel Boone. Oh, please welcome back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Oh, good to be back. Good to be back. How are things in the world of Earl this week? Doing well. Uh, everything good with Mrs. Earl and all the little Earls? Oh, yes. All right, all right. Wonderful. Wonderful news. Wonderful uh, news. He's not so little. I think he's he, not met, so little. he met the four-legged ones, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah, the, the, yeah. I mean, I met, the big, I met the big little Earl and then the little big <laughs> Earls. The little big Earls. All, all, the, all the little Earls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All good. All anything, good. anything grilled this week on the egg? No, actually, I took some time off. I am planning on uh, doing some wings tomorrow. For those, oh my, I love smoked wings. Uh-huh. By the way, I love. So, and folks, if you've never smoked wings, smoke some wings. Yeah. Smoke some wings. And, and you know what? You know what's good about smoking wings? It only takes like an hour. Yeah, you have, exactly. to, you have, to, you have to do one of them all day brisket How kind do of you deals. Roll and, those. What's that? <laughs> Big rolling papers. <laughs> yeah, it's like butcher paper or something. Huh? <laughs> I don't have a pipe that it fit in. I don't. I don't know how y'all are doing this. Smoky some wings, exactly right. Um, yeah, Earl's, a, Earl's an egg guy. For those of you out there that are smoker people, and then you got your pro- you. Well, then you got your, your propane and your propane accessory folks. Propane and propane yeah, accessories. Uh-huh. Uh, Earl's a Earl's a big green egg guy. Oh yeah, and uh, he's a yeah he does it up. He does it up. I have fun with it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's that's a fun with it. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, dude yeah exactly. Can, uh, he uh, can Pappy bake. Point had fun with the Japanese too. <laughs> he, you know? he can bake in that thing. He can. He he's, did. he's made cobblers. They made they made a cobbler. Mm-hmm. They did. Yeah. Pizza, cobbler, pizza, ribs, wings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I pretty much have lost all desire to go to steakhouses other than right. convenience. Right. Uh, just swing by, pick up something, and right. let me throw it on the grill at home. Yeah. Yeah. Earl's a, Earl's a big green egg. I am not a big green egg guy because they are not cheap. No, they're not. <laughs> they are an investment. Now, yeah. Now you did, you did get a deal when you got yours, but well, but somewhat. you you have uh you have he all the accessories a, that go with it. He built a deck yeah. around his he too. He did. <laughs> he did. He did. Then he built a house around the deck. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. The center of the house is the egg. <laughs> <laughs> but I I do my part and take care of it. 
it's going to be the last grill I buy. That's Are you true. not feeling well? <laughs> no, it, got, it's, got it's, I don't, I don't even plan. I don't long. even plan for mine to last more than a year. It's, 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 <laughs> I, uh, oh, I you know, know it's, it's time to replace them when the bottom falls out. It's yeah, onto the pool deck. Just talking to my wife about it a little while ago, and uh, had it five years already now. And in in the in the world of eggs, I'm still a neophyte. Yeah, it's like having a it's like having a diesel engine with ten thousand miles on it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's yeah. nothing. Started to think about changing oil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me. Uh, I got a grill story, but uh, I want to want to bring in our our, uh, our I'm, other I'm compatriot here. here. Um, the uh, legal ninja, the courtroom assassin, maximum effort attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. We uh, we have a mutual friend. You have heard us mention him on here before. We like to refer to him on the rare on the radio as um, Mr. Old Rando, Old Rando, Old Rando. Uh, um, yes. A friend of ours who's a spell very well. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. They're a friend of ours who has a, uh, he's a, he's a class three manufacturer. And I'm not talking about like you go to a storefront and you want to get a short barrel rifle. This is the kind of guy when, when, uh, let's talk when, when general dynamics wants to put a new machine gun mount on top of a Bradley, That's, uh, they go to him, they go to him, yeah, they, they, go, go, to, they go to him yeah. and they go, we, listen, we want uh, you to do all the testing for environmental factors. So we want you to build a test platform and all the tooling. And, and he does that. Yeah. So he has everything. Right. And he'll say, do you have the weapon system? And they're like, well, no, that's why we're calling you. We want you to, you know, to build one. Yeah. So I, he has three brand new RPG sevens. I didn't know those things came with paint on them. <laughs> I've never seen one wrapped in the plastic still. I was like, what is that? Right. He goes, it's RPG seven. They come with paint on them. <laughs> I didn't know they were red. Right. Why would they paint them red? And he goes, I, that's the color they painted them. That's what they, yeah. Well, he, uh, I ran into him this week. We see each other about once a week, and he's told me, um, he, oh, by the way, he, he, has a, he has to test a lot of these things. Yeah. He needs a lot of distance to test these things uh-huh. with a lot of backdrops. Uh-huh. So he has, a, he has a nice range, and every uh-huh. once in a while, we'll go there. Well, he has an airfield at this range. Yes. It's like so, 3,000 feet long. Yeah, it may or may not have you know, taken an aircraft out to this, to this range. And uh, Maybe. The, the conversation he said to me was, um, was hey, um, when are you going to get your grill? And I'm, I'm like, wow, I, you know, I, let's see, I got, I got Did my. You left it out there. Yeah. I, I had no idea what happened to that girl. Years ago. Years yeah. ago. Years, years ago. ago. Yeah. And evidently it's being used as one of those. Oh, yeah. I've had <laughs> <and, laughs> no idea. I, I made the mention that it was cold out, so I had to go get a new propane bottle because I don't know what happened to my old propane bottle for my heater. He's like, well, it's probably in the grill at my house. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, your grill is still there. I completely forgot. Took a grill out there. I think we had a party out there some New Year's four or five years ago. Might have been the Millennial New Year for all I know. And uh, and uh, it's uh, it's it's there. But really, it's still being used. And um, I think I'm gonna go get my my propane. You know, it, it's only did, like twenty want, bucks to buy a new propane. It's gonna want, cost me twenty bucks of gas to go, to go didn't, there. Didn't want to put it in the aircraft and take it with you. No, no. You know the whole propane tanks in an aircraft thing didn't work so well. You know that's a. Value jet uh, in uh, in Everglades. Let's talk about that. Yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't be don't be rushing around with compressed, you know, flammables. Well, just <laughs> don't go up that high. Stay at treetop level. You know what? We could just carry it on a rope. There you go. Let's <laughs> just you know dump it over the grass when we get there. Let it bounce around. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> uh, so, how are things in the world of law this week, sir? They're fine. Yeah, excellent, excellent. I, good to know. Had depositions, law, and good. Out of <laughs> Check out of law. town all day long, and yesterday, and uh, it was a uh, it was a long day, but uh, it went well. Long days are good days. 
Unless you're looking for a short day, then they're bad days, I guess. Yeah. Well, it was uh, it was lengthy. It was a long deposition. We had some. Uh, we had a little bit of a uh, little bit of drama at the house this week. Oh boy! Well, the Christmas tree had to come down, and uh, my daughter, 14 years old, she wants to put the tree up around Labor Day. Uh-huh. You know, is when she likes to start celebrating Christmas. So anytime the tree comes down, what what ends up happening is we take down the big tree, and then the little tree moves into her bedroom for another month or two. So there was some sorrow. There was some some heartache. There was some crying. It was a it was an eagle song basically. <laughs> going on in my uh, in my daughter's uh, in my daughter's bedroom this past week. So uh, that's about it. That's about it. I got going on. Um, there's a uh, we had a whole lot of stuff coming up with the uh, in, in in gun news. Uh, we're going to talk to you about uh, mm, you know we went, I went back and forth on a couple of topics. There was a story I saw this week that said the best forty fives, and I was like I, I I don't know. The show's only two hours. The show's like, I don't know. If I could, enough I don't know if I could do the best forty five with only with only I saw two. somebody fire off a nineteen eleven right at negative sixty five degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, and it worked, right? It it, it worked perfectly. <laughs> hey, we were afraid my Glock would break. Yeah, <laughs> shatter, yeah. shatter, right? Yeah. Uh, we get back. We'll have uh, Mr. Sean Karana with uh, Florida Carry. Shall be joining us. So stick around. Listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Deltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTechUSA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, Tell them it's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to boundaryoakdistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone, a pistol, a studios. Hey, we got uh, we got some uh, important news that we want to get to you right away. Normally, you know, we we'd give you the you know the standard, the banter, the laugh, the haha. But we're just going to jump right into <laughs> that. There, there, there we go. So we're good. We're good. It's we're up to speed. We're up to speed. Banter, banter. There we go. Just banter, like banter. that. Okay. Just like that. We're good. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna jump into our our, our first guest online with us. We have uh, we have the uh, executive director and uh, one of the founding members there of Florida Carry, uh, Mr. Sean Carano. Sean, welcome back to the program, sir. Hey, good afternoon. Great to be back. Did I get that right? Is that the executive director and founding member, one of the founding members? Is that right? That is right. There we go. The end all around nice guy. And, and, and he banters. And a heck of a dancer, by the way. I might say that as well. So, um, <laughs> the, uh, Sean, you have got, uh, you've got some big news for us. Um, uh, you guys have had, uh, been in litigation for almost six years with Broward County, Florida. For those that don't know who Broward County is, that's, uh, uh, sheriff, former sheriff, current suspended, totally thrown out of office. Sheriff Scott Israel. Uh, that is the uh, that is the county where the the Gore Bush Chad votes started. Uh, that is where the 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 oh, oh what's her name um, the uh, the supervisor of elections. She was removed from office under the current governor for the fiasco during the last election. Yeah. So Broward's, I'm not going to uh, count Republican votes. Yes, yeah. yeah. So Broward's kind of a uh, kind of an interesting county for uh, for legal issues. Yeah, and, and they like the Second Amendment about as much as Iran likes uh, uh, Israel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty good comparison right there. I like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and you know, we we we've tried for years, even before we filed a lawsuit. Uh, uh, we, we we sent them warning after warning, saying uh, saying, hey, you know, you're um, uh, you're regulating firearms. You're not allowed to do that by law. You're breaking the law. 
um, let us help you come into compliance. Right. You know, we'll, we'll help you fix your laws. Uh, and, and we did that with hundreds of local local towns and municipalities and, and many counties throughout. And, the, and that's uh, throughout right. That's because state. of Florida's preemption law. Briefly, tell us about Florida's preemption law for everybody listening around the country. Right. So, so just like when you drive a car uh, in your state, your stop signs all look the same. Yes. And that's because the regulation of, of your uh, traffic control is preempted by the state. So that means that only the state legislature can regulate in a certain area. Right. Uh, in Florida, like many other states, we have preemption of firearms laws. That way, if you have a concealed carry license in the state of Florida, you don't have to be faced with completely different rules as you travel throughout the state. As we used uh, to have. preemption. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Before preemption, if you were going to drive down uh, Interstate 4 and go from Daytona Beach to Tampa, you might run through 30 different jurisdictions, all with different laws. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so there was just no way to keep up with all of that. Right. So the, the, the legislature acted in 1987, the same time they uh, fixed our concealed carry license laws to make them statewide. Uh, uh, they also made the regulation of firearms a statewide concern. Right. Um, but they didn't really put any penalties into the law. Right. So a lot of local municipalities and counties just ignored it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they don't like guns. They don't want guns. So... They kept these local ordinances on the books, uh, and, and would and would enforce them against people. Yeah, uh, it was it was a and, it was a statute you know, if you or an ordinance. An attorney, yeah. you, you know, you were kind of screwed. It was a statute or an ordinance without any penalties. Which which for those of you out there, listen, it's the law. Why can't they do anything? It's akin to, um, you know, w- w- when the governor and the legislature sign a law that's saying this is. This is uh, former Trooper Sergeant Bill Smith Highway because he died on it. We're making that a proclamation. You know, it was it had as much force as that. If you if you went out and still called it Route 42, you didn't get charged with a crime because it got renamed. You know, there was no penalty to those laws. Yeah, it's, it's like making feeling illegal, but not saying that someone can be punished for doing. Correct. It. Correct. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so in 2011, we get the law changed, uh, and and uh, initially we wanted the uh, the the uh, uh, the attorney general to enforce it. Uh, however, the attorney general came back to us with a uh, even better idea. They said, "Look, we're uh, we're we're busy uh, prosecuting murderers and rapists and things. Right, right. Um, Florida Carey, why don't you enforce this? Right. We'll uh, write the law so that you have what's called a private right of action. Right. Uh, and we kind of looked at each other and looked at our lawyers and said, um, "Okay, we'll we'll do that." So so when we enforce these, we are actually standing in the shoes of the state. We're, we're coming in and saying, as a membership organization, we, we've been given this power by the state because the state wanted us to come do this. Right. Um, so, again, that was in 2011 that we got the law fixed in order to uh, be able to actually enforce this. Uh, so we notified Basically, everyone who was in violation at the time, and almost all of them came into immediate compliance. Yes, they did. Yeah. Uh, there's just been a few who dug in their heels, right. and Broward County was one of them. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they added additional regulations in some <laughs> cases. We're Broward County. We're bigger uh, than the state capitol. We're going to do what we want. Well, one of the ones that, that, that they enacted that really kind of stuck in my craw uh, was that they banned all firearms from the airports. Yes. Now, Mike and I are, uh, uh, we, we, we both are private pilots uh, and, and enjoy doing some flying on the weekend. Yep. Uh, 
Well, they they put in a law saying, and and, and I, I know I do. I'm like, I don't know if you do, but I carry when I fly. I absolutely do. Uh, you know, t- totally legal to go to the airport. We're not going through the passenger terminal. Uh, we, we we have what's called through the fence access so we, to get to our airplanes yep, and yep. fly where we are, just like you would you'd get in your car and go drive wherever you want to go. Exactly right. Uh, well, they made it illegal to have a uh, a firearm on any airport property. Yeah, yeah, and they did. the yeah, they did. chief operating officer for the aviation authority said, "Oh yeah, absolutely, we're going to enforce this this uh, county ordinance." Well, that that was absolutely the last straw. So we uh, uh, we sued them back in 2014, and just on Thursday, uh, we had the final order of summary judgment from the court. Uh, where the court said that they were granting our motion for summary judgment for to carry winds in all respects. We have multiple counts on the uh, uh, on the complaint, uh, shooting down many ordinances of the county, uh, and notably the uh, uh, the judge found that uh, that the undisputed testimony confirms that to the general public and to the county's own chief operating officer of the aviation department, the respective ordinances reasonably appear to both the average person and highly skilled knowledgeable persons like the chief operating officer to regulate firearms. One of the things the county tried to do was say, oh, well, we we said uh, weapons and guns. We didn't say the word firearm. So uh, it's not preempted. (laughs) Okay. Okay. You you really can't make these arguments up. Right. Um, (laughs) Kevin, what's the Stevie Wonder argument? Beautiful uh, uh, infographic for the judge showing that guns are included with firearms. Right. Kevin, hold on. Kevin, you got the the blind people versus uh, Stevie Wonder. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, It it was actually Ray Charles. Oh, sorry. Uh, Love is blind. Uh, God is love. Ray Charles is blind, therefore Ray Charles is God. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, no, see, it's a weapon is a firearm, but a firearm's not a weapon. So, yeah. Right, because you a... can use a firearm, but not have it be a weapon. <laughs> well, that's true. Oh, you boy. You can use a weapon that's not a firearm. <laughs> it's, it's true. Well, it's very true, yeah. What tried to grab onto was, in, in you know, in Florida's... Uh, uh, Chapter 790 of the Florida Statutes. They have this thing called definitions. Yeah, yeah. They they have definitions that that exclude firearms from weapons where they're regulating them differently. But that's not the county ordinances. That's in one section of Florida law. Correct. So they they tried to glom onto this this definition that's made for a small subset of laws and import it to their own without actually adopting it. And it, it, it 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 was a stupid argument, and they lost handily for it. Uh, so, what, what, so for this, and, and this is part of the part being able to enforce it, um, we've been awarded all of our uh, attorney fees and costs because it costs us a lot of money to bring these, and the lawyers have to be paid. Uh, I've heard that before. And we were, and we, and we only asked for we asked for nominal damages, and we asked for one dollar. Okay, so we were awarded our one dollar. Let me tell you why this dollar is so important. Now, hold on, Sean. We're, we're fixing to go against the break, and I want you to hold that. Sure. Because we're going to bring that back from the break, and, and I want people to understand. Listen, we're talking about $1. $1 worth of damages. You know, and, and on the face value for those that are not uh, affluent in the law, that may seem like... Uh, Nothing. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it. It's a dollar. You know, listen, that's a, 
You know, it's, I can't get anything for a dollar anymore except, uh, you know, maybe a dollar sweet tea at McDonald's. But then I got to pay tax on it, you know. And good government. Oh, government wants to take peace out of my freaking sweet tea. Can you believe these guys? Oh, yeah. Um, so I'm going to talk to you about how important that one dollar ruling is when we get back from break. So uh, hang out with us, folks. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We get back, Mr. Sean Carana, Executive Director, Florida Carry. Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family-owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR-15 and AR-308 platform-style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free-floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag. Visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We have on the line with us, joining us from last segment, Mr. Sean Carana, the Executive Director, one of the founding members of Florida Carry. Uh, Sean, welcome back to the program. Yeah, thank you. And listen, uh, as we left off last program, uh, you've uh, Florida Carry organization has had a victory against uh, Broward County down in Florida, and uh, they gave you uh, pretty much everything you asked for. And the one additional thing, as we were starting to get into, was uh, they gave you nominal damages of one dollar. Uh, is, is that correct? Does that sound right so far? That's right. All right, tell us the importance, and I got Kevin here with us so he can help us out. Oh, I, I was thrilled when I heard that. <laughs> What's the nominal importance of a $1 victory? So, so th- this is what's so important about that single solitary dollar. So under the preemption law, if you're damaged, so if these the illegal uh, uh, regulations harm you in some way, you're entitled to damages. And usually with damages, you have to prove exactly how much money it costs you. Uh, okay. You see this all, all kinds of all, all the time in things like car accidents. You know, you've had this much this much in medical bills, and you've had this much in lost wages. Uh, these are things that you can easily prove. But how do you prove what your right to bear arms is worth? Hmm, that's or them interesting. infringing on your right to bear arms. How do you prove that? What, what, what's been my monetary damage when I? Couldn't put it on my gun today because I happen to be going to to the airport at um, Broward County. Well, that's hard to prove. But with nominal damages, 
you just have to show that you have been harmed and not actually prove that that number. So, oh, okay, up, okay. So, opening up the preemption awards to include nominal damages means that anyone who is harmed can will will have one standing to actually bring a case, but they will also have a way to be compensated for it. So there's 2.5 million, or sorry, 2.2 million concealed carry licensees active in the state of Florida right, right now. Right, right. So if we're a number one, we're number one. If a preempted regulation affects a substantial portion of them, mm-hmm. so, say a million concealed carry licensees a year go through Broward County. Okay. That means that under this precedent, all million of them can be compensated, <laughs> even if it's just a dollar a piece. Okay, and that's from Broward County. Right. Yes. Well, this was against Broward County. Right. Okay. But now under we would preemption, have to bring the class action, but it, but but it, but what this does is it brings another level of penalty to discourage this type of behavior. So, so we may not say, um, listen, each official could be fined up to $5,000 and, um, you know, they could be removed from office, which is part of the preemption statute. But it says, um, listen, we're going to do a nominal damages of $1, and we think there's a million, you know, half of the concealed carry people were affected because they traveled through Broward County at one point. Um, that's a million-dollar fine against Broward County. So that's... that's Million-dollar damages. Million-dollar damages against Broward County. Well, or against right. the individuals who put the regulation into place. Okay. Okay. And and where does that money go? Does that, does that go into Florida carry bankrolls? Does that go back to, we, you know, we mail dollar checks to, you know, half or to a million uh, you know, concealed carry holders? How does that work? Well, in this case, we didn't bring this case as a class action. So okay. this, for, for, for this case... We're getting a check from them, I'm sure, at some point for $1. Right, right. You frame that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, yeah, I'm not even sure. I'm, I'm not sure that we'll actually cash it. Yeah, right. <laughs> it probably bounced. But they'll, yeah. uh, they'll, they'll send us a check for a dollar. Right. Okay. Um, send you 100 uh, pennies in a jar of honey. Go, go visit the city clerk and have them hand us an actual dollar bill. So we. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's that's perfect. That's uh, perfect. In yeah. other cases, like our like our current case against the uh, Florida Department of Law Enforcement, yes. we have brought those cases as class actions. Um, there, there, there's two cases pending there now. One is for them putting people into a decision pending status rather than issuing a uh, uh, what 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 used to be known as a conditional approval, right? Um, and then definitely keeping people from buying guns when they when they have you know, something in their background history that the uh, agency isn't able to determine is actually disqualifying. Uh, instead of going out and doing the research and finding out if someone's actually disqualified from owning a firearm, they just put them in, decision, in the decision pending and let them sit there and rot forever. And, and I think we've talked about uh, that so, before. What, what, what they've done is they've shifted the burden. The burden used to be on the state. If the state wanted to deny you, they had to prove why you had to be denied. Now, if they find that uh, listen, there's a there's another Kevin Maxwell or another Sean Carana with an arrest in Alaska from seven years ago uh, with no disposition on it. We want you, the applicant, to go find that paperwork for us, uh, and and then they throw you in that uh, that, that that pending forever, uh, you know, a category until you bring that paperwork back. Right. 
which is actually, which is uh, uh, I believe the legal def- legal definition for that is crap. I believe that's crap. Infinity hold. Infinity hold. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So the nominal damages will be important in that case because everyone who's been affected to it. Well, how do you, how do you prove what it what, what it costs you not to be able to purchase a firearm? Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, you know, there there may be some actual damages you can prove if you had to pay a restocking fee because they wouldn't let you transfer it, things like right, that. Right. But the people who didn't have to pay an additional fee, they're still out their time, out their out their resources to go and yeah. you know go, go and fight this. Yep. So that dollar uh, will be amplified many times with class action. Uh, uh, and it may not be a dollar in nominal damages. It might be a hundred dollars in nominal damages. You're right. You're right. You know, it'll be what the court senses is fair. Again, Broward County, we only asked for a dollar um, because, uh, uh, well, we just thought that was the appropriate thing to ask for. Well, again, that's huge. That that's huge. Let me let me grab let me grab Kevin right here. Kevin, them getting that award that opens the doorways. Sets a precedent. To you know, to nominal damages. Right. You know, this is not a judge that said. I don't believe your lawsuit has the you know the worth of the value of a nominal damage. This says that, that, that this, I think Kev, I think Sean's under attack. I don't sounds know what's like going it, on, but it battery. sounds like Sean's under fire right there. My Drop dog the phone. startled and uh, jumped and. <laughs> That's a, it's, sounds like always trust the dog when it jumps. Broke my Second Amendment Foundation Defender of Liberty Award. Oh, oh I guess well, you're gonna have to win another one. You have to win another one. Yep. Yep. I guess so. <laughs> um, so so um, so the, the winning the dollars. I mean that opens it up for every lawsuit that's already pending and everything else. Because like like Sean was saying, there's a couple against Florida care or against Florida Department of Law Enforcement. Particularly, there's one against law enforcement officers because they had to pay for their background checks, which is not required under state law. Which, if it's class action, means everybody could get nominal damages out of that. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Exactly. So you know, everyone can still carry license. Every law enforcement. Man officer in the state who's bought a uh, firearm in the past four years. And, and what that's going to end up doing is that all of the defense on these lawsuits, mm-hmm. we're going to sit down and look at what this law means or this precedent means to their position in the case. And then they're going to be talking to Sean and his team about resolution. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Right. Now, Sean, we've got, um, got about a minute left. We've got, uh, you've, you've also got, a case at Broward down there, a couple of the municipalities have signed on to try and get preemption overturned, to get preemption changed. This has got to have a dramatic effect on that as well, I would think. Uh, it, it will certainly have an effect on it. Uh, and the, the, the case that uh, they're bringing to try and outlaw preemption, again, it, 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 it makes about as much sense as saying we get to uh, paint uh, uh paint stop signs green and make them circular and say the word go instead. Uh, uh, you know, preempts is a well-established uh, uh, rule. And, you know, these, these counties and municipalities seem to forget that they are subservient to the state. They don't run the state. Well, there's a couple that are definitely like that. Uh, hey, Sean, we thank you for, uh, for joining us. It's excellent information. How do people uh, find more about Florida Carry and join Florida Carry? Uh, well, and we're going through a little bit of the site redesign right now, so the, the information is going to be updated there very soon. Uh, but the uh, uh, go to uh, uh please join Florida Carry. Uh, we cannot go out and do these things if we do not have members and we do not have some of their membership dues because this, this, takes, uh, this takes both bodies and money yeah. to uh, uh, see through. Absolutely. So there you go, folks. Uh, Sean. Thank you for uh, for joining us today. We'll get you back on uh, soon. Listen, we got to. Are we going to see you at the uh, at the at the rally in uh, in Dunellen in a couple of weeks? 
Uh, I believe so. I am about 90% sure that I will be there. Uh, just to, depends on the uh, schedule for the job that actually pays me. Uh, Florida Carry, we're, we're all volunteers. Uh, we all have regular day jobs. And uh, my day job might be sending me out of town. I'll find out <laughs> soon. Look forward to seeing you then. Folks, thank you, uh, thank you, Sean Carana, and thank you, Florida Carry. We'll see you after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Snag Mag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone and a pistol studios. Uh, at the very end there, you heard uh, Mr. Sean Carana. He's the executive director over at Florida Carey talking about the event that's coming up in uh, February 8th. February, February the 8th is yes, the... Yes, that's what you said in the past. February the 8th. Is that what I said in the past? Because uh-huh. uh, the past is, uh, you know, it's behind me now. So yeah, I know. Uh, it's just... Uh, it's uh, February the 8th, uh, Rainbow Springs State Park. That's in Denellen, Florida. 
Uh, there's going to be a group of, uh, looks like about uh, 11 speakers if you include, well, if you include lunch, it's 11 speakers. Um, I, I don't know what that is. Uh, so about uh, about 10.30 in the morning there, so check them out. Let's go to floridacarry.com, floridacarry.com, and this is a... Um, this is not an open carry event. I want to make sure everybody's understanding of that. This, uh, the, the, uh, the speakers, the rally whatsoever uh, is not an open carry event because in Florida, you can only open carry while fishing, hunting, uh, and uh, camping or to and from. And this is not, or a shooting event or shooting event. Thank you. And this is not one of those things. This is um, and a- attending a speaking event in the woods. That's not camping. No, it is not. It is not. Um, although I know some people at work that would just camp and do nothing all day long but they're just it's technically not that, that kind of camping so uh this is um this is uh this is a this could be a good event this could be a lot of good people this could be a uh uh i'm sure there's gonna be a lot of time afterwards where people will be sitting around exchanging ideas and and uh sharing stories so, there's going to so. be a lot of shooting but it's mostly going to be of bull of the bull yeah of the bull. Of, of the bull shooting of the bull yes shooting shoot the bull. the bull in the in the backside shoot the bull in the backside in the backside <laughs> Uh, have you guys uh, been paying attention to uh, what's going on in Virginia? I mean, it's hard not to, but have you seen all the little idiosyncrasies coming out of there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I have a question. Uh, y- there's yes, a sir. photograph yes. on the cover of one of the stories. Yes. Do you see that uniform? I do see that uniform. Is that uniform a current issue National Guard uniform? That's a current uniform for the Air Force or the Air National Guard. Okay. So, yes. Do you ever see the Air National Guard running the 240 Bravo? Uh, no. (laughs) I'm beginning to think this might have been a stage photo. Stage photo. That's a 240 Bravo. Uh, At least they've all got earplugs in. But they're the 3M earplugs that everybody's getting sued about. (laughs) Right, yeah. So Uh, so so I'm thinking it's a pretty old old picture. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, they, uh, the Virginia legislature has decided they're going to ban all firearms. Uh, They're going to ban them from the Capitol grounds. Yes. They're going to man no all, for you. All, all gun ranges where the gun range or the facility is not owned by the Commonwealth of Virginia. Does that not sound completely communist to you, by the way? No, what it sounds it's, like is uh, we want to own the grounds so that we can make you tell us the serial number of your gun right, and your home address. Right. So that when we decide in three weeks we want to come take it, we'll know where you are. I, I believe the way they even titled it was unless owned by the state. Yeah. That's just by the I mean, state uh, or leased from the Commonwealth. I, I mean, it was like Tim Brezhnev might as well be saying that. You know, well, just, you know, it's a it's a taking. Yeah, O'Connor used to call it taking. Yeah. It was good for the state. It was good for the state. You know, it's, and, it's, it's, and it was it's, just it's the motherland. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm. I, I've read some of the articles that have gone on back and forth about that, and and some of the pleas for the legislature to not do anything stupid that may put at risk the lives of the National Guard members, and now apparently the National Guard members have come out and said, by the way, uh, if you want us to enforce an illegal law against our oath under the Constitution, we are all going to have the digital flu that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The digital multicam flu. The, um, the, the commanding general there in the National Guard, he's a two-star general over in, uh, in, in Virginia, said, um, he put out a quote a couple weeks back, said, if uh, if called on upon by the government, we will follow all lawful orders, you know, to the fullest extent uh, capable. You know, so he 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 pretty much bowed out and said, you know, we'll we'll, we'll do all lawful orders and left it like that. But now the members, you, this is one of the uh, 
this is one of the lower level commanders or something like that. And and and, and uh, he's he's put the statement out. Yeah, he's he's uh, I think he's the attorney general. He says, well, I'm not the governor, but you know, we could call out the national guard, right? And the national guard could uh, enforce it if law enforcement won't, right? <laughs> and I went, well, that's uh, that's uh, martial law. Yeah, and uh, that means that uh, the police can't because they're overwhelmed to do their job. Right. Not that they refused. Right. And they took an oath to uphold the Constitution as well. Yep. So did those legislators. Mm -hmm. So if they declare martial law and the National Guard's called out, now they're under the control of the president. Right. Not the governor. Mm -hmm. And the president says arrest the legislative members for malfeasance in voting a law in place that violates the Constitution and prosecute them federally. That would be a great way to avoid a boogaloo. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we want to avoid... Well, you know, I, just, <laughs> I missed World War Three. I was in Jacksonville for depositions. So it's <laughs> really disappointing. Oh, stupid depots. Um, but yeah, they didn't have it there. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Absolutely it's like not. being in Wisconsin for, you know... Cinco de Mayo. It's Wisconsin. You zip in, you zip out. Yeah, but they don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo back then. <laughs> you know, like... Yeah. They were only up to like uh, Marcho back then. Marcho not, not de Mayo. Mayo. <laughs> Marcho de Mayo. Uh, yeah, this is, um, this is big. This is, this is not just the, the commanding general coming down and saying, yeah, listen, I'm going to give you a wishy-washy response so you have no idea what I'm saying. This is the members coming down and going, no. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. In fact, we'll come for you. That's it's, it, well, push us and they we'll come for you. They didn't say yeah. they'd come for them. Yeah. They just said, mm, I, I got a thing. Yeah, they're pointing at their wrist with yeah. no watch on it. Yeah, I got yeah. a thing. It's, 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 it's two a, freckles past a hair yeah, it's with the, that it's I got to go do. At the place with the, with the yeah, guy yeah, for, yeah. The, for, the, you know, for the stuff. I'll yeah, never yeah. forget. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just going to be want, very. Want to send you some remainded furniture? Yeah. Remainded. Yeah. The. You know, this all comes about, and then here's what we're talking about. You know, can can the military, can law enforcement say no? Um, at least in the military side, prior to uh, the Nuremberg trials, uh, it was it was more of a theoretical. You know, you don't have to obey a uh, unlawful order. Well, that changed after the Nuremberg trials. Because they said, yeah, if you obey an unlawful order, it's your ass. Yeah, you're going, you're going, <laughs> yeah. you're going to the same chamber as the guy who ordered it. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, the, well, no, they hung those guys. True, you're right, you're right. They hung right. those guys. Um, Which is, I think, almost as bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, uh, it, you know, it became, it became policy within, within, within the United States military that uh, it's your duty and your responsibility to not obey uh, illegal, immoral, or unlawful orders or unethical and, orders. And I guess yeah. like it, there, there's the the posse, posse comitatus. That's a big and, deal too. And and they uh, they apparently nobody in the Virginia legislature is aware of that particular. Here's my understanding, and I think this National Guard member might have been a little bit off on this. The posse comitatus applies to federalized troops um, only if the governor declares. Are the National Guard federalized troops? Uh, but the governor cannot declare fa National Guard's federalized troops. He can declare them uh, mobilized amongst the state. The president would have to declare them federalized. Um, if you remember, this happened in Alabama, um, <laughs> you know, it, with it, McGovern. I, I was the, no. Okay. Um, Wallace. I'm sorry, with Wallace. With Wallace. Um, McGovern. And, um, Jesus. With Wallace. And they said, uh, he, he said, uh, we're going to call out the National Guard troops and order them to enforce segregation. So the president said, "Okay, I'll federalize them and make them enforce desegregation." Right. 
because federal you know jurisdiction comes before so that then that's what happened so you mean um, there's federal preemption yes exactly exactly right so that's what could happen if if the governor were to were to mobilize the national guard in his state um posse comitatus would not apply posse comitatus applies to federal troops taking up arms against us citizens at what that is point, that doing as at a point at that point they are not federal troops so they're virginia national guard virginia not guard. united states national guard they're, they're they are the virginia national guard being paid by the virginia national guard not being paid with federal monies um we had so this happen whose in, guns are they 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 belong to the state whose tanks they belong to the state so the state let them buy an abrams state and the state uses the abrams with the government it's like a like a like a 1079 so, campaign. so i uh i've i cancel your lease um, I'll say this, when, when Hurricane Andrew occurred and the 82nd Airborne went down there to help, 82nd Airborne was unarmed because of posse comitatus forbid them to carry arms against citizens. The Florida National Guard had to go there and stand with the 82nd Airborne and guard them because they were state-mobilized troops and they could carry firearms under state law enforcement statute. I can't wait. <laughs> hey, I know, I'm agreeing with you. I'm I agreeing with you. I can't wait. Yeah. Hey, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Until next next hour, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. If you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. The Keltec Sub 2000 semi automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity. Not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey, everyone. This is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. 
with Mike, Kevin, and Earl. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind mail with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone pistol studios. My name is Mike. I'll be guiding you through the remainder of the program, but I will not be doing it by myself as we bring you all things gun, all the gun time. On my right is the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Dr. Corbett, approved memos, real workshop, remember birthdays. Yeah, we'll be back. What's the matter? Thank you, Earl. Thank you, Earl. Huh? For those of us that uh, are not, uh, you know, me, Earl, or Kevin, sitting in the studio, our producer just stood up, and at this point, we're looking for a fire extinguisher, yeah. and we're trying to figure out what's, yeah, what's going, going on. on. He's, he's yeah. just, what's like, he doing? What? What's he doing? Mike, is he going to run? Is there <laughs> danger? I'm, I'm danger. Okay. All right. All right. If, if he starts running, I'm yeah, keeping, I'm keeping up. up. I was like, <laughs> that's like the bomb tech. Uh-huh. If he, yeah, takes, exactly. if he takes off, keep up. Yep. There's a reason he's running. That's why I carry this little 22 on me right here. That's All right. You drop me in the foot. So pop you can, in the foot. Pop so, him in the knee. You know, it's, that's the only one hiking in bear country. Or zombies. Yeah, or zombies. Okay. Yeah, yeah, true, true. True. Very true. Uh, on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort attorney, Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Now sir. I understand. We, now, have, we have a trainee in sight. Although I don't think he needs that much training. I think he's just practicing. Practicing. Practice, practice. You know what they say about practice? That's how you get to Carnegie Hall. Exactly right. Yeah, that's a, that's it's a. How do you get to Carnegie Hall? That's that's practice, the old joke. Practice, that's, practice. that's the old joke in New York. Is yeah. hey, excuse me, could you tell me how to get to Carnegie Hall? And the taxi practice. driver goes practice, 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 practice. 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 <laughs> so I, I have a story. Yes, sir. I have a story. Send it. It's almost that story. <laughs> it's, it's, almost, it's, it's you never wanted me to say that when I had uh, when I had Jeff on my no, on, on my, over ooh, my shoulder. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Huh, I put my huh. hand in my ear and say, "Colin, send it." Ooh, that was a bad day <laughs> for you. Yeah, bad day. Um, We're talking about a former vet, uh, veteran friend of ours who's since passed, but um, I had the privilege of commanding him in a combat zone and saying, "Colin, send it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's, it was it was literally a, one of those. Uh, poof. Yeah, yeah. It was done. It just poof. you know, like, oh look, it's pink over. mist. It's over. Yeah, pink it's mist. Over. It's over. Yeah. A, uh, a Florida school in uh, in Manatee County School of Arts has started hiring combat veterans with semi-automatic rifles to protect the students in case of an active shooter. <laughs> and the logic they have presented is, I don't want to hire someone who hasn't experienced being shot at and shot back. There you go. Now, the, 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 it's apparently going real well. Uh, they've got one that's already on site. I've got another one that will be starting in February. But the part that I really, really thought was funny is uh, that the parents are beginning to become generally accepting of the guards who have been trained by the Manatee County Sheriff's Department and had a co- to complete at least 132 hours of firearms training by the Manatee County Sheriff's Office and have overcome and corrected the deficiencies in the Manatee County Sheriff's Office training <laughs> program. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, son, don't bang that mag on your head unless you got a helmet on, yeah. right, Mikey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been there, been there. Uh, they don't. They, they, the weapons uh, in in this particular story, the weapons are not stored on the campus. They're stored on the guards. Yeah, which is yeah. probably a good place to keep them. Yeah. And these guys are going to be paid about fifty thousand dollars a year, which exceeds the state allotted budget. But they've taken a four hundred percent decrease in in 
their income to come guard the school because they were doing it in Iraq and Afghanistan, yeah. protecting yeah, yeah. the Secretary of Defense and state and such, you know. Well, perks like, you know, what is it, uh, no hepatitis, you know. Yeah, but that's true. Uh, <laughs> flies are a lot. Running water. There's, yeah. there's a lot fewer flies in Manatee County. <laughs> what is that smell? It's yeah. the country. It's, 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 it's the way this place smells. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah, just uh, the highest airborne content of fecal content anywhere in the world. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. want to know what it's like to live there, go to uh, go to one of the beaches during a fish kill. Yeah. <laughs> About three days in before yeah. they've cleaned them up where yeah. the flies yeah. are so thick you can't see the sky yeah. And the smell is so thick right. you can't breathe. And take your shoes off and stand in it about ankle deep. Yep, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. That's what it, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, that's, that's what the it's thing. like. That's, there that's what it is. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, he, Mike complains about the smell. The smell never bothered me on account of the you know, You the can't smell. The smell. Yeah. But the flies, I can't stand the flies. I See, uh, the flies. I was a shotgun to kill a fly. You just learned to, uh, you ate with one hand and the other hand was just waving in front <laughs> no, of your face. No, see, that's time. what I, I learned. You timed it, it, you timed I, it like an old school like a, like a, like an old school World War One airplane where they used to shoot through, uh-huh. you know, the, the, the front propeller, propeller with yeah. that shoot. It would, you would just wave, shoot, wave, shoot, wave. Well, I, wave. I, I, had a, I had a guy from New Zealand that I used to work with, right. and he had a hat, and he had bottle corks oh, hanging over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I was like, he does it. You don't even have to move. Just your heart beating will keep those things swinging. And they kept the flies off your face. I mean, yeah. And I've still got hats like that. Yeah. I was like, what is that? Why are those? Are those fishing lures? Not exactly. That's not exactly. <laughs> Why do you have those? Just, just don't worry about it. But I won't have to be worrying about the mosquitoes getting up into my face because it works still. <laughs> Got to have a lot, slightly shorter brim on your hat for the mosquitoes because they'll fly under. But the shorter brim works, so it's got to be more of a fedora than it will be, a, you know, a, a sombrero. You're right. You're right. Otherwise, it's just way too out there. Yeah, yeah. it's just not good. It's not good. Keeps the flies uh, away, but it won't keep the mosquitoes away. Do you guys see? Um, I saw this week, and it uh, was a. Uh, Colt is re-releasing the Python series. Yes, of and it's apparently a far superior platform than the old one. No, I don't know about the far, steel yeah. is so much better. I don't know about far superior. I know far more expensive is accurate. They've decided, <laughs> well, not they've compared just, to a not compared to one of the old ones. They're going to be going for like fifteen hundred bucks now. Yeah, you want to go buy one that was made in the seventies? It's going to be thirty five hundred bucks. These these are you know what it's they're going to be limited demand they're going to come out this could be they're going to say fifteen hundred retail which means they're going to sell from two thousand it's probably going to drive the price of the other ones down I would think because everybody's not people are going to be like oh we got the pythons back they're not as uh, unavailable as they used to be because you got a lot of ignorant people in the gun business and a lot of ignorant people in the gun buying you know uh, business and this is why we bring this to you the new well, pythons are not as good as the old pythons even though the steel is better well we don't know that yet because you hadn't shot one right. but. I like that logic because you know Joe. Yes. And Joe's got like five of those. Yes. And and he's got one he's never fired, and he's got the sales receipt when he bought it new. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when he got out of the service. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to have to go talk to him and say, you know, they're not really worth that much anymore. They're not. They're available <laughs> again. The new, the new we out. saw this when it happened. When Smith reintroduced their legacy series, they started bringing back 629 and everything else. It brought the prices down of the old ones. Oh, I'm going to definitely yeah. go work him. Um, work him. Here's, no, here's, 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 I'll work Barb. You know, here, here, my concern with these was, um, uh, okay, they're bringing them back out. They're going to charge fifteen hundred dollars for a revolver. Who's going to pay fifteen hundred dollars for a revolver? You. Who's going to? You know, I, I mean, I feel like I'll pay two thousand dollars for a real one and get a deal. Who's going to pay fifteen hundred dollars for a revolver? And then I thought, oh, New Jersey, because that's all they can own now. 
Poor New Jersey. That's yeah. what I mean. Literally, well, the guys in New Jersey are buying. Do you think they'll now. come out with like a six eighty six or six eighty six plus, where they've got a seven or eight round? They have Python. A, Smith has well, Python. Will probably do it. Oh. They will probably do it and drive the price down to the old ones. I see. If I could get, if I could get a four inch barreled eight round three fifty seven Magnum Python, yeah. I would have two. Yeah. One under each arm. Yeah. Oh yeah. And shoulder holster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess For I'm, sure. I'm a lot more cynical than you guys. My first thought was, yeah, they got to do something to make up for taking their ARs off the. Oh, yeah, there you go. Look at that. <laughs> Earl, Earl, the business whiz Ow, right there. He gets that it. He gets left it. a bruise. Yep. <laughs> hey, we get, we get back. We're going to have uh, one another guest from the uh, the Florida Carry Second Amendment Rally event, Miss, uh, Miss Holly Webster. So stick around. We'll be back after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special Or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. 
We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal, a cell phone, a pistol, a studios. Did we finish last segment? Did we finish it all right? Did we get it done? Did we get it done okay, guys? Did we get it all right? Okay. I think so. Folks, are you, are you satisfied how we finished that last segment? Hope so. Hope so. I mean, listen, I'm looking over at the studio it's audience the right now. It's the PPU life, sure. baby. It's the, it is the PPU life. You know you didn't do what you said you were going to do. What did I say I was going to do? Close the blind. Oh, boy. Hold on one second. Hold on. <laughs> going to end up with a... If my, if my retina was attached, I'd end up burned. Yep. That was, uh, that was real, folks. Uh, you can't make up those kind of sound effects on the fly like that. That was an actual blind being lowered. Um, <laughs> Kevin uh, could... Uh, could uh, you know, during the, during the, uh, the non-daylight savings time of the year... You I'm know, good. We're good. But uh, you know, it hits this uh, this weird winter goes dark at four thirty in the afternoon kind of nonsense, and, uh, and, and we got to lower and the about, there. Right about now, yeah. it gets just low enough to yeah. be where it starts to scald my eyeball, right in the face, in the in the face, just like that. It happens to Kevin. Uh, hey, we and have it's a bright too. Oh, it is. Oh, hey, oh. Uh, we have a caller on the line with us. We have a uh, Miss Holly Webster. Holly is uh, going to be one of the uh, she's going to be one of the speakers with us at the uh, the Florida Carries Second Amendment event on February the eighth. Holly, uh, welcome to the program. Thank you. Happy to be here. Happy New Year to you as well. Happy New Year. Um, she said happy to be here. But oh, I thought she said Happy New Year. Well, Happy she's New happy Year anyway. Holly, well, I apologize for the cretinness of my co-host. Uh, <laughs> it's not the cretinness. It's the I'm deaf. So you know what? What? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, happy! Uh, we're happy to have you here, and happy New Year. So how about that? We'll just cover it all. Um, you just got back from a uh, got back from a shooting match. What were you shooting this morning? Um, I shot IDPA at Ancient City in Saint Augustine. You are uh, just up the road from us uh, here, and uh, we're here yeah. in Central Florida, and you're up there at uh, um, in Ancient City. That's a um, good friend of uh, Rob Pincus is uh, you know one of That's his home range shoot. as well. Yeah. We've we taken yeah. his class there. We've, we've been there. What did, what did you wear as your cover garment? T-shirt or I have jacket? a little fishing-looking thing that I wear. A fishing-looking thing, <laughs> like a vest? Yeah. Oh, Makes that's like not a real short. cover garment. You'd never be out in a club wearing that. <laughs> no. Such a cheater. That works. I shoot IDPA with a suit on. Oh, no, that's fun. Yeah. He does. He's not kidding. He figures if he's going to get into a shooting, it's going to be while wearing a suit, so yeah. might as well train yeah, that way. Probably. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. He's also one of the few people you'll see in the club at two in the morning wearing a suit, which is actually kind of weird as well. But you know, that's just been there, done you know, that. Yeah. That kind of club. It's velour. It's velour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great unless he's running at you. Then you can hear him. 
No, that's corduroy. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, my bad. My bad. Sorry, so Holly, I did apologize already. I did, really. I did. So I, I understand you are a three percenter. You are part of the 22 project. Mission 22. Mission yeah, 22. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that you're a mental health professional. And that you're going to yeah. be... Uh, you're going to be at this uh, camping event here we've got coming up in a couple of weeks. You said that kind of creepily, Kevin. Just, no, I'm just, no I just, I'm just <laughs> looking at you waiting for you to do something strange. Oh, well, <laughs> that's always. I'm going to. I mean, yeah. it's just, you know, probably not when it comes to Holly, though. She's a three percenter. Yeah, <laughs> and well, and she can shoot. Tell us about your work in mental health uh, and in, in your involvement in Mission 22. Well, I'm an RN, and I worked in management of psychiatric facilities within three different counties in Florida over the last about 10 years or so. Um, so a lot of what I do, one, is advocacy for the Second Amendment, right. it's something that's very important to me, but then also advocacy for those um, with mental health concerns and how that is to relate, um, raising awareness. A lot, a lot of people know that one in four Americans every year are diagnosed with a mental illness. So when we start talking about, oh, well, we only want to infringe on the rights of those with mental illness, think about those numbers. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I was watching a TV show last night, one of the networks, and um, they were talking about uh, suicides in law enforcement, and uh, they asked one of the reasons why they're seeing them, and one of the answers was the, and you could see the, you know, the, the knee-jerk from the left answer was uh, availability of firearms. Um, listen, firearms are not making your, the decision you know, to, to commit suicide, right. if, if that's what it is. It's not the firearm that we have to worry about. It's the individual and the care of the individual and recognizing the issues within them and getting them to ask for help when, when it's needed. Well, part of that concern is with, you know, all the conversation now being around, oh, we want to make sure crazy people don't have guns. You know, that, that title, crazy people, um, is, is something we all have to try to get away from because what it really is is people who have... PTSD, anxiety disorders, you know, the -the run-of-the-mill person that's just struggling through life. And law enforcement is, of course, one of the uh, top careers for PTSD. And if those individuals are fearful of seeking out help that could have prevented that suicide because they're afraid of losing their guns, then we're harming them. We're not helping them. You're absolutely right. Listen, there's the stigma of uh, being put on the rubber gun squad is is what it's called. You know, you, we're going right. to take it from you. We're going to make you sit on a desk, and um, and, uh, and don't worry, everything will be okay. Except every one of your peers is going to walk past you and go, "Why are you sitting here on this desk with no firearm on?" You know, it's 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 the it's education is a lot of it. The agencies, you know, they want mm-hmm. they want to help. They want to make sure you don't get hurt. You don't hurt yourself. They don't necessarily know what to do, and that's that's a lot of a lot of what you're doing there. That's a lot of what Mission Twenty Two does. It's the education, right. And that's why I'm so against red flag gun laws, um, specifically when they're enforced by law enforcement, because I think it just creates a bigger stigma for anyone being able to get help. You know, if if a person is truly a risk, then Baker Act them. Right. Let the mental health professionals work with that individual and let us do what, what it is we specialize in. Law enforcement does not specialize in mental health. Neither do judges. We do. So let us work with these people. There's been very few times in my career where I've said, you know, this guy should probably never own a firearm again. 
most of the time it's situational. We can get this person the help. We can let their family members step in and take over the guns until we can get them to a point where we feel like, okay, now they're doing all right, you know, no, no worries. Now, that doesn't happen all that often. The number of patients that we see that are really a risk to anybody else is very, very low. There may be people that are a risk to themselves temporarily. That's what's most common. But usually it's, you know, they're going through a rough time in their life, and that's just a situational thing, and they get past it. Yeah, the the, so we don't want the concerns that I've always had that. were that the red flag laws are a they're a they're, they're not real. They're they're intended to deprive people of their firearms. Anybody can say that you're a danger. Uh, there was already a protocol in place under the Baker Act or under the Marchman Act here in Florida, where you could take someone into evaluational custody. You could take their firearms and put them into safekeeping until they are evaluated by a mental health professional, a doctor, a psychiatrist or psychologist, mm-hmm. to determine whether they're a harm or a risk of harm to themselves or others. And and the vast majority of cases that I've been involved in as an attorney, those people are out within 12 to 14 hours because they aren't really a danger to themselves. It's situational. And, right. and uh, there was never a risk to anyone else. It was just a family member got fed up with having to put up with somebody and decided they'd just call the police and the police said, well, you, you know, the all we can do is Baker Act them. They take them down to the right. facility and the doctors evaluate them and go, you got to fight with your spouse or your, your parents or your children. And, uh, they send you home. Holly, if, uh, if somebody has a legitimate concern about somebody that, uh, you know, maybe may in, uh, uh, you know, uh, we may see as a threat to themselves. How, how do they how do they respond? Who do they contact? What should they do? Well, what I tell everybody is, if you feel like that you can get your your family member to go into a psychiatric location and be evaluated on their own, that's always the best course of action because then the law enforcement people aren't involved. Now that there's red flag laws, if you call the law enforcement, they have two options now. Well, three really. One, they can arrest you if they right. think that you're harm to someone else. But the two main things they can do now is either they can red flag you, which takes your firearms and all your ammo, everything immediately, any in the house, whether it belongs to you or not, take it all immediately. You go to court within 14 days. The judge decides then and there if they can take your firearms for up to a year. You get no state representation because it's the state versus you. The civil you have case. to hire an yep. attorney, yep. and it becomes a nightmare for you yep. financially. And a lot of people can't even afford financially to fight that. That's it. Or the law enforcement can maybe be the nice guy in this and decide just to Baker Act you and bring you to a Baker Act receiving facility. That's it. There, there you have a whole team of psych people that are working with you. But I don't like the idea of rolling a dice. No, no. What is that law enforcement officer going to do? No, absolutely right. My family and you don't member, know. I'd try to get them to go in on their own. I would tell them, I don't want you to lose your firearms. I'd like for you to go get evaluated. Can you please go in on your own without involving law enforcement? That's it. That's exactly right. Um, Holly, we appreciate you joining us, folks. Check out Mission 22. You know, find out how to how to save lives and, uh, and join us and Holly at the event uh, in Donnellan, Florida on February 8th. You listen to Arms Room Radio. We'll see you after the break.
Make your tactical rifle tactical and accessorize it with the latest gear from GunTech USA. Family owned and operated, GunTech USA manufactures tactical accessories for AR 15 and AR 308 platform style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality accessories for American shooting sports' favorite rifles. Choose GunTech USA for pistol grips, flash hiders, tactical scope mounts, slings, compensators, iron sights, and more. Keep your AR rifle cool under fire with GunTech USA's new free floating handguards. To locate a dealer near you, or to check out their vast selection of parts, accessories, and gun tech swag, visit GUNTECUSA.com. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or have it done, make your tactical rifle tactical. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech USA, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment, the National Rifle Association, and the Wounded Warrior Project. Online at GUNTECUSA.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for 27 years and counting. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Staff Sergeant Matthew N. Ingham died January 11, 2010, serving during Operation Enduring Freedom. Ingham, 25, of Altoona, Pennsylvania, was assigned to the 3rd Reconnaissance Battalion, 3rd Marine Division, 3rd Marine Expeditionary Force, Okinawa, Japan. He was killed in action while supporting combat operations in Nowzad, Afghanistan. He was a Marine credited with saving the lives of about a dozen of his comrades, and he was laid to rest in western Pennsylvania. Funeral services were held for Staff Sergeant Matt Ingham at Cathedral of Blessed Sacrament in Altoona, and he was later buried at Grandview Cemetery. Ingham's platoon commander said he died after saving about 12 fellow Marines by crawling while wounded to call in air support, exposing himself to additional fire. He graduated from Altoona Area High School in 2002, and also served two tours in Iraq before dying in Afghanistan. He is survived by his wife, his parents, and a sister. Also killed were Corporal Jamie R. Lowe, 21, of Johnsonville, Illinois, and Corporal Nicholas K. Uzensky, 21, of Tomball, Texas. Gentlemen, you are not forgotten. Max Orlando is available for you whenever you need us. You can reach us at 407-480-2179 or after hours at 407-467-4960. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring it. Um, you know, ironically, we were talking about uh, soldier suicides and everything else, and we want to make sure we say again to reach out to you know organizations like Mission22.com uh, because uh, you know these lives that are taken in action are, are, are the same lives that we're losing over here after action, you know? Uh, so, so make sure you, uh, you, you do your part. And if you have recognized anything, or if you don't know how to recognize Google, that stuff up, make it happen. Uh, Hey, on the line with us, we have the chief law enforcement officer, also a fellow combat veteran, the, uh, the, uh, uh major bill. Ground control to major bill. Hey guys, how's everybody doing today? Doing well. Not too shabby, sir. How are you? Oh, 
Well, I'm doing wonderful. I'm uh, over on the west coast of the state, um, over in the Tampa area. So uh, visiting some uh, fellow combat veterans that are uh, that are getting uh, transferred out to uh, Phoenix. So we slid uh, over here to uh, say fair, uh, you know, fair winds and following seas and all that, you know, good stuff. Are they, are they, are they in the Navy or why are you saying yeah, that yeah. to them? Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, well, it's, you know, there's there's a there's a naval component to it. Oh, gotcha, naval. Yeah, yeah. so they're belly dancers, is what you're saying. Well, they're, they're, yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, one of them is. One of them is. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. 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 <laughs> Understood. Understood. Uh, so they're they're. Never mind. Did Bill and I ever tell you about the? Uh, we Bill and I had a uh, had a had a we we were we took part in a naval incident in Turkey of all places, and uh, Bill had a few drinks, tried to pull the the, you know, the little ruby out of the girl's belly button, and uh, got arrested by the MPs. It's uh, went down as our our very own personal naval incident, but uh, you know, well, things happen. You know, who, who knew you weren't allowed to do that? I thought it was like it was like a gift store. You know, they were like showing it off. You know, it was like check yeah, this out. It's like the ring that's hanging on the merry-go-round. Exactly right. You can catch it. You yeah. get another ride for free. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. Listen, right. they. they Tom's just sitting over there grinning. My, yeah. If she put it in my face, what else was I supposed to do? It was shiny, and I was hungry. Exactly. It just happens. Oh, it just boy. happens. Um, <laughs> well, it's uh, like a fishing lure. Well, yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. yeah. Well, kind of sort of, kind of. Heart was playing in the background. A little barracuda music going on. You know, what was I supposed to do? You know, I just you, you can't help it. You can't help it. Oh, uh, so sir, you have a uh, you have a story for us today. You would like to share? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, but again, like last week, I'm going to switch it up. I, I found a, a a better story. Um, I love a better story. And, and you know, and and it made me think of Kevin. Oh, you know, not not Damn in it. that way, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but the the the, the headline jumped out to me when it says, and of course, it's Florida man. Florida man, yep. Florida man, gotta love Florida man. So Florida man pretends to be a prosecutor. Oh boy, tries dropping charges against himself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, he I, filled listen. out his own yeah. no info and signed it right there in front of me. I God have no everybody. idea who this guy well, is, but I want to party with him. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's close, Kevin. There wasn't no info involved. <laughs> uh, so, and this is believe it or not, this is on the East Coast. This was in Daytona. We're used to seeing you know, Bradenton. Probably, I think, has the most concentration of Florida man. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, true. True, it's very true. This is actually over in Daytona, right? And. Uh, Christian E. Mosco, 47, of Daytona, was initially arrested on extortion charges when he tried to extort a Chevy dealership over there when he obtained about two years' worth of customers' information, you know, social security numbers, addresses, bank accounts, and stuff like that. Gotcha. He contacted the owner and said, look, um, I I have all this information that you failed to guard, uh, and if I expose you, uh, you know, you could face class action lawsuits and millions of dollars in losses. Uh, they said, okay, well, what do you want? He said, well, I, they, he said an undisclosed amount of money, but he also wanted a 2019 Chevy Malibu. Now, Malibu? Check out with a Corvette. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. this guy's, you do that by Bitcoin, guys. You don't, <laughs> yeah, you don't do internet extortion <laughs> where you show up and pick up the stuff. It's not the way that oh, works. I, Listen, at least a Corvette, a ZL1 Camaro. Something. Well, you know, he's aiming low. It's like hitting on the ugly chick in the bar. He's got a chance. This, this, exactly. This they reminds me. They weren't selling them anyway, so why not give the guy one, you know? This reminds me of Dr. Evil asking for a million dollars. A million dollars. <laughs> exactly. 
A million. Uh, hold on, let me run to the ATM. I'll get that for you. You know. <laughs> I think I have that much with me. <laughs> so the, the the owner's assistant says, "Okay, bring all the documents down to our attorney's office." Um, <laughs> not MaxLawOrlando.com. Not MaxLawOrlando. Uh, not Max with, with offices in Daytona, by the way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and and uh, we'll we'll certified check in the keys for you. Right. So what does he do? He shows up at the office with all the paperwork. Brings all the evidence with him. <laughs> and the Volusia County Sheriff's Office arrests him, arrest him. And they charge him with extortion, petty theft, and burglary. Yeah. So, but just like ShamWow, wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> oh, so my gosh. He obtains two names of prosecutors over there in Volusia County and their bar ID numbers. <laughs> he gets a no info from another case and a, a no information and no props. Right. Uh, and doctors had edited to no process his own case using these two attorneys' names and, and bar numbers. Right. Uh, and then electronically files it through the e-file system. You know, much Kevin, I'm sure you're you're familiar yeah, with e, that. E, if you've so, got a password, you can file through the portal. Right. So he files it. Well. One of the, the deputy clerks of the court was, was paying attention and said, well, there's a no info here, but I just got the filed information from the state attorney's office filing on this guy. Right. Let me call the state attorney and say, hey, what's going on? Why do we have conflicting orders here? Yeah. Right. Um, and they go, oh, really? Uh, so they, they look at it and they, they trace it back through the IP addresses. And guess what? Um, he's now facing an additional seven felony charges for falsely impersonating a prosecutor, uh, practicing law without authority, uh, yeah. two counts of fraudulent use of identification, and fraudulently acting as a state attorney. You're right. There's uh, a lot of charges. That's not just one fraud charge there, yeah. Right. So, uh, Or uttering a forged got, document or something like that, yeah. So he got rearrested. And on top of the extortion, the petty theft, and the burglary, he has now all these seven additional felony charges. You know, if and I was him, I wouldn't worry about it because give it a couple months, he just null process it all over again. It just, it just... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've got a couple more bar numbers yeah, you know, that's it. And, and, and do that. But, yeah, yeah. so you know, an another wonderful Florida man story. Uh, you have to applaud his ingenuity in trying to do this. You know, but, if somebody's got that kind of intellect, maybe they should just get a job. <laughs> yeah. Jobs? Who wants a job when the government's giving out well, money? Well, you know, he's trying that whole, you know, work smart, not harder thing. You know, yeah. Where you know, sporting that Chevy Malibu and everything. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Next time this guy knows, use the computer at the library and ask for a Corvette. You know, so he knows. He knows. <laughs> For the second time, for the second time. Uh, Major, thank you again for joining us uh, on the program, sir. And please, you and all your co your cohorts, stay safe. Absolutely. And all my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, check your sticks, always go home at the end of your shift. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Business Studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break.
The Keltech PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off of Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal a Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We are at uh, the last segment. Boy, it just Already? zips by. You know, we get a couple yeah. of guests in, you know, and which uh, love having guests. You know, we love getting, oh, yeah. that, getting that perspective. Um, I guess we should thank them before we get to the end. Let's, uh, let's for, uh, you know, from the top of the list, we had uh, Mr. Sean Carana from Florida Carry. Go to floridacarry.org and, uh, and, and follow up with them. Uh, we had uh, Major Bill. Major Bill is always great. You know what? He, he's, he's, he always throws us up. He, he comes up and he says, uh, listen, I, I know the story I said I was going to do 20 minutes ago, but I got a different one for you. <laughs> I found a better one. Yeah, and, and, and the first thing I do is I hit the talk back button. I go, get, get, the, get the dump button ready. Get the dump. <laughs> we never know what's going to happen here. We never know. We never know what's going to happen with him. Uh, you know, he might throw out some cop lingo, and uh, before you know it, uh, you know we're all going down ooh, the tubes. Hey, ooh, ooh, ooh. We're all, you know, Crockett and Tubbs are at the door waiting for us when the show's over kind of thing. Um, then we had uh, we had Miss. Uh, I know Crockett and Tubbs, and they wouldn't arrest me. I know Tubbs. <laughs> Tubbs, I know Crockett, not so much. You I know? know Crockett. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, then we're good. Then we're good. Um, we had. I was uh, there when he got in trouble for all the money. With the with the guns and the, no, and the no, car and the, the airplane, money. just, just the, money. the money. Okay. The money. Gotcha. As uh, himself. Oh, as himself. Yeah. Coming as back himself. through uh, the northern part of uh, Europe. 
Yeah. 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 Well, he was just like they said, hold the bag, carry the bag for us. It was more of a yeah rollout. Listen, if you're a if you listen, folks, if you're not tracking, I'll bring you up to speed real quick. There's a um uh um uh. Sonny Crockett was played by Don Johnson. Yes. Uh, Don Johnson got it's probably 15 years ago now, 10, 15 years ago. Not quite that. Going much. back through Northern Europe with a with a with a briefcase full of cash. It was more of a very large duffel bag. Okay. Um, guess what? Uh, he's a guy that has that kind of money, yeah. and he wanted to take it with him, yeah. and so he did. Hey, well, you know, you, you, know, you can arbitrage a different bunch of different kind of ways. Yes, yeah. which is how it got explained. Yeah, yeah. and he's arbitraging. Exactly, arbitrage. Well, I don't think you can. No, you that's can right. arbitrage. Actually, I think this station right now is rated arbitrage number one. Just, <laughs> just so you know, that's I'm pretty sure it is. Pretty sure it's it is. It's a different kind of arbitrage. Oh, okay. Sorry, that's sorry. Um, was my understanding? That's ar- arbitron. Oh, is. oh, is that what it is? Yeah. My bad. My bad. Uh, I was uh, I was Tron. That was that movie okay. about being inside a computer. Yeah. Oh, the new Squirrel! one. Squirrel. Yeah, that was it. That was it. Uh, so I didn't. Then of course we had after Major Bill we had Miss uh, Miss Holly Webster. Um, that might be Miss Holly Bef- Webster. Before I'm not, I'm not sure. Before. Was she before? Yeah, she was before. So Holly Webster, uh, check out Mission Twenty Two, uh, Mission Twenty Two dot com if you're uh, if you're interested in uh and in stopping the 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 the, the loss of uh, you know veterans' lives. So check them out. And then of course you'll be able to see all you know see uh, Sean Carana, uh, Holly Webster, and I'm, I'm sure Major Bill will probably be joining us up there as well at the event on uh, February 8th in Denellen, Florida, the uh, Second Amendment uh Second Amendment uh pro uh, pro pro gun rally. So uh which leaves us with a couple of different stories. Cuz we rolled through. We had a couple extra stories left over, so we're going to leave it to the uh, studio audience here. We're going to let them let them lift their hands depending on which uh the, which story okay, they want. So we have the the absolute carnage that can be wrought by an AR7. Yes. Yeah, they, they got that. the we carnage got, of an AR7. We got that. Carnage of an AR7. We got that. Yes, we uh, well, you acor- figure- according to the New York Post, uh, it, it, it's capable of killing, uh, let me make sure I read this right, uh, large numbers of people instantaneously. So apparently AR7 is a code name for a nuclear weapon. It's a nuclear weapon, yeah. yeah. Yep. So we're not talking about the... The, the Henry uh, Repeating back, Rifle 8-round 22? Yeah. yeah that's actually 22. exactly what we're talking about. Okay. Backpack twenty two. Um, we have um, we have a uh, we have a story here about uh, the Second Amendment sanctuary movement, perhaps moving to the se- to the Supreme Court. Uh, we also have a story about uh, the places where right where guns are banned. So those are pretty much our stories. So let's let's let me check real quick here. Let's see. Do we want to hear about the AR seven? I guess seven, eight, 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 twenty. Um, we have the story about the. Uh, uh, I don't th- you know what? There's more than twenty. There's only like twenty five people in the room, so I guess we'll just go with that story because you can't. You can only vote once. If you thought you could vote twice, you, you're, yeah. you're, you're sitting with the wrong party. I'm wrong. saying. I'm telling you that right now. If you thought you could vote more than once, you're sitting with the well, wrong party. Well, you know, we I joke you about vote early, vote often. I bet often. you can't no. take the AR7 into any of those places where they don't want you to carry a concealed firearm. If I got my backpack, you backpack. Could, yeah, <laughs> put it in your backpack. Backpack. Kevin, tell us of the AR7. The, the AR7 is a is a historical design. Yes. It is currently in manufacture by the Henry Repeating Rifle yep. Company. And it is a it is a twenty two takedown firearm where the barrel comes off of the receiver. Correct. The receiver comes off the stock. Correct. The magazine comes off the receiver. Out of the receiver, correct. And everything can go in the stock of the gun. Yes. And once the stock butt plate is put back on the gun, yep. it'll float. Yes. Yes, it will. And it's, and it's a genius. It's a little, it, it is, little survival it, rifle, little a, training they, rifle, they, little, they, yeah. They, they were, a variant of this yep. uh, design was 
in aircraft yes uh, for survival uh, of of down pilots. Now, Kevin, you say this can kill multiple people at a single time. No, so I this didn't. must be a fifty caliber. I didn't. You say read it. the story where I, you said it could. That, uh, he got an yeah. ad from yeah. the Henry Repeating Eiffel Company yeah. uh, that basically suggested that uh, nothing says Merry Christmas like an AR seven, and he freaked. Yeah, well, uh, sure. Because yeah. you know he he can't believe anybody would want a semi-automatic rifle uh, that you can use to defend your family, go hunting, and in the wrong hands kill large numbers of people instantaneously. Yeah, okay, hold on. Let me make sure we got this right. All right, um, I could, uh, what was the first one? I could go camping. Right? Yes. I could go I could go hunting. Yes. I guess if I'm hunting squirrels, because you hunt a lot of squirrels. In New York, in New York we did. We, hunt, yeah. we hunted fox squirrels with the 22. Um, you, you said uh, uh, target shooting, right? You said that? You said that? Did you yeah. say that one? And then you said, uh, and then De- from there. Defend your family. Defend your family. And kill large numbers right, of right. people instantaneously. So what we did is we took step one. We took step two. Step three, and then the step four, and then from there we went to step eighty-nine. We just right. jumped it's, over. God is love. Every other uh, exactly. love is blind. Yes. Ray Charles is blind. Yeah, yeah. Therefore, Ray Charles is God. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that same logic. He had the one twenty-two long rifle nuclear bullet. Is what right. he had. But yeah, but uh, it has eight in it. Oh well, yeah. It yeah, has an yeah. eight-round capacity. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah. that would make it New York compliant. New York, yeah, exactly. um, and that's why he freaked out yeah. because he's like, you could sell this gun in New York, but it can kill. Large numbers of people instantaneously. It's as I said of the Colt revolver last hour. They'll be popular in New Jersey because it's the only place you can purchase one. It's the only gun you can purchase in New Jersey now. Is a six shot revolver. There's another story out um, uh, this past this past week as as, as well that that deals with um, what kind of firearms you could buy and 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 where that we d- we didn't get to. But but this story is right on is right on track. This is yeah. This is this is one that this is a. This is the kind of thing. If I had, uh, if I was at a Boy Scout camp and was teaching Boy Scouts about basic firearms, this would be the second gun I put them on because it was right, semi-automatic. The first would be a bolt action, correct? Uh, and you'd probably go with a either a tubular magazine or a detachable magazine firearm platform right. and bolt action, simply because loading one at a time. Yeah, when you're trying to train. Yeah. Uh, a, a a troop yeah. is annoying. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's just it's just the frequency of having to reload. If you're 12 years old and you've uh, your parents and you're, you know, you have responsible people that have been teaching you about firearms, you're beyond the capabilities of this gun. This gun is great for put it in the backpack when you're going you, hiking you know or something you know what? like that's that. That's the thing that's yeah. funny is yeah. you'll start with a gun like this. Yeah. You'll move into it. big guns yeah. and then you'll come back to this yeah. toward the end of your shooting career because. It doesn't hurt yeah, yeah. your shoulder anymore. <laughs> it's light. It, yeah. it doesn't weigh 400 pounds. Right. You don't need a no gun bearer to tote it around for you. This is um. the kind of thing that you have in behind the back seat in the pickup truck if you live you know, up north or something. And listen, you're going to... You're riding, you're driving icy roads, and you slide off the road, and you always hear these stories about he could have just lived if he could have only taken down that squirrel and eaten him. You know, yeah, Whatever, I mean, if he that, could have only signaled somehow. That's actually what this, this is it. This is what this is for. It's a th- survival yeah. rifle. Yeah, it was. It was made for the military for downed aircraft and a higher caliber. Yes, back. Yes, it was made originally in a five five six caliber. The civilian model was, was made a, in twenty two. I thought that one was. Uh... Another designation. It was. It was. It wasn't the AR-7. It was something different. But okay. Yeah, so yeah. the AR-7 was made in 22. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's thinking of uh, of a different break action survival gun that used the bicycle a, gun. a lever, yeah. a lever yeah. instead of really a trigger. Yeah. 
But it, the idea was that you you could pull it if you had an injured hand or you were wearing a glove because it was correct. so cold. Yeah, Survi- survival for downed aircraft pilots, more for not self-defense survival, but... You the know, harvesting so, of yeah. small game. Yes. That's right. That exactly. squirrel was coming right for me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly. <laughs> squirrel was getting in my face. That's it, that's it. He was like, what up, bro? <laughs> so I was like, hey, back off. That's my candy bar. He spent 22, 21 years in prison. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> that's it, yeah. Yeah, Squirrel had little teardrops under his eye. (laughs) (laughs) You listen to Arms Room Radio. Listen, uh, please, please, please exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. You are ready. Get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Geltec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.